Hey guys, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Hardy from CandidConfidence.com. I'm a confidence coach, blogger, and online course instructor here to help you unleash your inner badass. This podcast is for the girl who is ready to ditch the self-doubt, overcome the overthinking, and live a life that feels fearless and free. So let's do the damn thing. Friends, welcome back. Glad to have you. I am so pumped you're here. Today we're going to chat all about perceptions, belief systems, and how they affect us. And we're going to make some decisions about our demands for this life. Are you ready? What would you be doing, thinking, and feeling in the most ideal life you could possibly imagine? Who would you be? Okay, now all the other crap swirling around in your brain telling you you can't have that life. Those are lies. Bullshit lies. Okay, let me explain. When I was a new sales rep, I was the only girl on the team for a period of time. And it just so happened that I was also the number one rep. And if you were to ask me why I was having so much more success, I would say I had a crazy drive. And I simply had, like, success was my only option. I would do whatever it took. I was extremely hardworking, but often the guys on the team would say, well, yeah, of course you got another sale. You're a girl. It's easier for you. And I was like, really? Um, Interestingly enough, over the years, there were times when I overheard female sales reps shockingly having the same belief. They would think, well, kind of the opposite. They They thought it's easier for guys to get sales. The men we're selling to, they don't respect us. Guys get so much more respect. Of course the guys are selling more than us. Of course. Do you see what's happening here? Are, who is right here? Is it easier for men to sell? Or is it easier for women to sell? <laughs> right? The answer is, it's the person who believes they have an easier chance of selling. That's who gets the sale. Whether or not the men we're sitting with are sexist or not, respect women or not, are more likely to buy from a woman or not, none of that matters. All that matters is which paradigm you choose to live in. Quite simply, I'm not available to live in a world where men don't respect me. And since I don't believe it's possible, the part of my brain that filters information, the reticular activating system, doesn't see it. Because that part of your brain filters information based on what you believe you're going to see. So just like my brain, you know, supporting my religious and and political beliefs and making sure I always align with those and making sure I never see things that would (laughs) shake those beliefs, it's always going to try and confirm for us what we believe to be true, which is what it thinks it's being efficient So the guys who believe that girls are going to get more sales more easily, they're just going to keep having that validated and vice versa. So our brain wants to keep us safe and comfortable, right? And it's going to keep giving us excuses when things aren't going our way. It's going to tell us everyone else is just getting lucky to make sure that we think it's not my fault. I couldn't possibly be doing anything wrong. That person just has an easier time for reasons X, Y, and Z. And so... Um, this is not to say that sexism is okay, 
or does exist or doesn't exist. Obviously, sexism exists, but obviously, not every single male purchasing agent is sexist either. That's not true. What's happening in a lot of situations is we see what we think we're going to see. And this isn't about exonerating anyone for being harmful, for being sexist, for harassment. That is not the point. The point isn't who's correct here. The point is we don't have control over other people's beliefs, other people's actions. All we have control over is our response to them. And we choose if we want to remain in a belief system that (laughs) makes our brain pick up on every chance it gets to confirm that we, the world is against us for reasons X, Y, and Z. We can choose to live in that paradigm or we can choose to live in a paradigm where things are easy for us, everyone loves us, everyone wants to buy from us. So think about it, imagine it. Let's say there's a girl and she's going into a sales meeting and she already in her subconscious mind, she may not be thinking this walking into the meeting, it's subconscious. She has a belief that men often don't respect her. What's her confidence level like going into this meeting? You know, what energy is she bringing? And since the subconscious mind dictates 95% of our actions, literally, what are her actions going to be like? Is she going to be asking for the sale like a shark? Or is she going to be shying away because her brain want to keep us safe? Our brain wants to keep us safe. Is it going to try and keep us safe by keeping us small? That's what we're playing with here. That's what we're trying to break down here. So even if you had a belief, let's say that it was a fact that life was always harder for women in every field, always, all men in life are sexist. Would it be self-serving to believe that and to allow that to run through your mind and to allow your brain to pick up on that? Is it going to empower you or hold you back? This is what the idea of limiting beliefs entails. So I'm here to challenge you. I'm here to challenge you to decide and to to look at, really to, to examine right now what your belief system is like. Do you believe life is hard or do you believe life is easy? And what act, what are the areas where you have beliefs that life is hard? What areas do you believe other people just got lucky? And ask yourself, what is the energy you're bringing to situations You know, how is it affected by this? How would it be different if you had a fierce, positive energy and you went into situations believing people like me, people want to buy from me or whatever your, you know, career path is, people like you, people respect you. What is that energy like? Isn't it more of a confident energy? And isn't that everything that people are going to pick up on? There's a paradigm for you to choose where people love and respect you. Life is easy and things are always going your way. But you've got to decide that you are only available for that reality. It's time to wake up each day and decide to be the best version of you. How would you be thinking and feeling and behaving if life was easy? If you woke up in the morning and you thought, life is easy. I'm so grateful I woke up today that I'm alive, potentially healthy, Life is easy and everything tends to go my way. What would it be like for you? What would that feel like? And what would you, how would your actions be guided by that?
Age is another common area for limiting beliefs. So when I first started life coaching, I thought, or even before I got into life coaching, I thought it was a total barrier. I was like, who is going to hire a 26-year-old life coach? That can't possibly be a thing. I really didn't know too much about the whole world of it before I kind of dove in. Um, so that was, I'm 27 now, I was 26, and I thought, no way. Until I did some research and found out, yeah, no, this is totally a normal thing. But of course, my brain wants to keep me safe from stepping outside of my comfort zone and tells you there's some type of an excuse why you shouldn't do it. Age is the same thing. That's like, this is the same thing as like the gender thing. So it's, so are there people who are going to judge you for your age? Sure, that exists. But that's also going to be severely dictated by the energy that you bring and the way you carry yourself. And are you just going to go out there and do the thing or are you going to let the age thing hold you back? Which reality are you going to live in? Um, you know, I knew starting a business was risky. Maybe no one would hire me. You know, whatever, whatever the case may be, we always have these reasons to hold back. But I knew it was my path. So I had to reframe my brain around what was possible. And a lot of people have the I'm too old beliefs. I'm too old to go back to school. Right? I'm too old to change careers. I'm too old to find love. If I leave this guy now, what if everyone else who's good is already taken? Right? Is any of that true 100% of the time? Nope. So asking yourself, is it true? A cold, hard fact. Is there anyone on the planet who has done these things at your age or with your gender not being an issue or whatever the case may be? Um, my life coaching instructor once said, what are the initials of belief system? It's BS, right? Because it's not real. Our belief systems are not based on facts. Our belief system is based on conditioning, our environment, the things we've picked up into our subconscious. Right? And knowing that information, knowing that it's all just made up, why choose to live in a reality fueled by beliefs that don't serve you, that don't empower you? So I'm going to teach you my flip method. And with flip, we try to keep a close eye on our emotions. Simply because we have thousands of thoughts every day, it's, it's nearly impossible to monitor that. I mean, you really can't monitor your thoughts. So what you have to do is monitor your emotions when you start going down a certain emotional path, which of course is, is because of a thought. Um, paying attention to those emotions and when they get kind of wacky and negative, stop and observe, like, what are you thinking about? What led to this feeling? Stopping and thinking about that is the first step. And figuring out which of these thoughts need, how can I flip these thoughts, basically? How can I flip this from a thought that doesn't serve me to a thought that does? And that's basically the entire intention here as the way to start shifting our belief system. To identify, to stop and identify our emotion, why we're feeling that way. Why are we feeling insecure going into this meeting, into this boardroom where we're going to be the only girl, right? Stopping myself and saying, you know what? No, I'm not, I'm not nervous to be the only girl because men always love and respect me. They always do. As I tell myself, until it becomes a belief over and over and over. I flip it. So the ones that tell you life is hard, the ones that tell you you can't have what you want, 
Those are limiting beliefs. Any belief you have that tells you you can't have what you want or that something's going to be difficult for you, is unattainable for you, those are limiting beliefs. They're not real, just like anything else. We've got to flip them. So we're placing them um, instead with a positive self-serving thought, one that empowers us. Um, basically, usually it's just the opposite, but creating something positive and focusing on that. So also I want you to ask yourself, you know, what could change in your relationships if you chose to adopt a mindset and a belief that relationships are easy? What if you decided right now that you were only available for relationships being easy? What about like a small annoyance you have in a relationship? Could it maybe be a small annoyance rather than escalating into a, a war? Could we leave it at that? If we believed, you know what, relationships are easy, maybe we wouldn't even see as many annoyances. Maybe our brain would start to pick up on the things that are good in the relationship instead of the things that are bad. I used to struggle a lot with control in my, um, in my relationship with my husband, mostly before he was my husband, but I had to learn to let that go. And I'm still learning to let it go. It's definitely a work in progress. Progress? Yeah. But <laughs> since identifying it, I now catch myself frequently. <laughs> I don't have a desire to control my husband's actions. And I have to catch myself and say, you know what? Not only do I not need to control his actions, he's perfectly capable of making his own choices, but it's not possible to control him. It isn't possible. We cannot control another person. So, you know, I'm obviously not perfect. He's not perfect either. He's pretty close, <laughs> but we get along so well because we have developed a system and we both have a belief of letting shit go, like let it go. Or I'll identify that I'm like annoyed at something. I have to quickly remind myself it isn't a big deal. And most of the time, it, it really isn't a big deal. But sometimes, like in the moment, if I'm in a bad mood, it's very easy to let things escalate or to, to want that person to do something differently and want that person to do what you want them to do. That's not right. We can't do that to people. How does it feel when someone tries to do that to us, right? We have to remind ourselves of that. But the point is, we have to decide what paradigm we're going to live in is life going to be easy or is it going to be hard? Is working easy or is it hard? Is there anybody doing the same job as you that maybe sees it differently and doesn't think it's that bad? Is marriage easy or is it hard? Is being a woman easy or is it hard? Once you take on a belief system that life is easy and that things are always working out for you in perfect timing, which has been a recent affirmation of mine, um, by the way. <laughs> I tell myself things are always working out for me in perfect timing. I tell myself this over and over and over. I'm, I'm getting it into my mindset, into my belief system, my subconscious mind. So I totally recommend that as an affirmation. But when you start to believe that life is easy, things are always working out for you in perfect timing, two things are going to happen. The first is that your subconscious starts to point out to you all the supporting reasons why it's true. You'll start noticing things being easy and happening in perfect timing. I see things all the time now where it's, 
it's it could be the smallest thing but it seems like just at the right moment it worked out and a lot of times that's after a lot of shit not going my way <laughs> it finally does but because I'm telling myself I've I've told myself that things happen in perfect timing I start to see it differently I start to appreciate the little things that do work out in my favor and the second is that you'll slowly, <laughs> keyword being slowly, right? This doesn't happen overnight. You'll slowly stop noticing the opposite, the bad luck, right? We Something bad happens. We Our tire pops or whatever. I guess like a flat tire would be the word. <laughs> um, we get that. We're like, oh, I've, my luck is so bad. Everything's so hard. If that happens to someone who has a belief system that everything works out in perfect timing and that life is easy, you just wouldn't see it as as big of a deal. You would think, okay, this happened, but it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean I have bad luck. It doesn't mean my life sucks, right? But we do start to assign meaning in a positive way to things that do work out for us. And what we pay attention to is what we notice in our lives. So, Again, it's like whatever type of car you are desiring at the moment and you, you find a new car, a new model of a car that you want and you start to see it everywhere because you just put it into your brain. And when you do that with something, you start to see it everywhere. And that's why it's so important to, to make really deliberate decisions about what belief system you're going to create for yourself. So... I want to ask you, you know, <laughs> it sounds kind of crazy, right? Why would I want to make myself believe everything happens for a reason or that everything's always working out for me? Won't I be disappointed when it doesn't? Or what or how what proof do you have that everything always works out for me, Leah? What proof do you have that this is real? You know, what if things don't work out for me? Let me ask you this. Can you think of any empowering, self-serving reason why it would be a bad thing to believe that things are always working out for you in perfect timing? Why would that ever hold you back in life? It's not. It's going to propel you forward. It's going to make your mindset more positive. You're going to be looking for things that are going right. Your brain's going to be looking to validate the belief. Always does. So here's your homework. Your homework is due to me by 10 o'clock p.m. on the day after you listen to this episode. So we're going to be creating a list of what exactly we are available for. And you might write at the top of a sheet of paper, I am only available for, and then make it like a bullet list or however you want to do it. It's very important when doing journaling like this to write with a pen or pencil with your hand physically on a piece of paper. I know, right? It's 2019. What the heck? <clears throat> but there's a huge reason behind this because it sends a signal to the brain. It sends a signal to the brain that this information is being stored somewhere important. It allows for more creativity as well when we're, when we're doing it that way. So it's really important to, um, it, also, it also just helps what you're writing kind of attach itself into your brain more, which is why you know professors and teachers will still encourage students to take notes by hand. It's just really important to do it that way. You're gonna remember it more. Um, so here's your homework. So creating a list of exactly what you're available for. And you can make it like a bullet list or whatever you want to do, but what are you available for? Right, what ways are you available to be treated by individuals in this life? 
How are you available to feel on the day-to-day? What relationships are you available for? What kind of a life are you available for? We've got to decide. We've got to get it on paper and then you can fold it up, keep it in your wallet if you really want to get, you know, freaky with it. You could maybe make sticky notes of it um, for some bonus extra credit points. You could make sticky notes and you can put them on your computer. (laughs) You could put them on your bathroom mirror. Um, Just always putting the message into your subconscious what you are available for. Okay, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. I will see you again next week. If you like this episode, hit the subscribe button, drop me some stars, post me on your Instagram story, let everyone know um, you enjoyed this episode. And follow me on Instagram, candid.confidence. I'm mostly pretty active over there versus anywhere else. And if you really want to dive deep, if you want more of this, if you want more journaling prompts to really dig deep um, as to what your belief system is, finding some other additional ways to rewire your brain to create new beliefs, really (laughs) unwiring the things that are not serving you and making a lot of choices about how to move forward in a way that's really positive for your life, check out Make Up Your Mindset. It's a five-week online course. So you'll be watching videos, you'll be doing, there's a 52-page workbook included, and you'll also be part of the Make Up Your Mindset private Facebook group to interact and have your answers, your questions answered. So you can find that on my website, candidconfidence.com. I will put a link in the show notes. And I love you. I will see you next week. Oh,